0: The next hour contains offensive language and scenes of a sexual nature. Be warned. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new era. We now approach Trumpism. Yes, welcome to the program. Whether you're listening on radio, online, on a tablet, wherever you're listening, this is the James Well Radio Show podcast stroke. Uh, excuse for me sitting uh, in the smallest room in my house and uh, chatting about anything and everything I uh, I want to talk about. And of course, you can get involved as well. You can always send me a, uh, a an email at james. Uh, well radio at gmail.com. Remember it, Jameswellradio at gmail.com. And, of course, the website, jameswellradio.co.uk. Uh, Rob's producing as usual because I couldn't find anybody cheaper. And, um, and, and I noticed you sent me over the notes for today's show, but there, is, there are still no complaining emails. Can you not get the complaining emails and send them over? Have you not thought that you haven't said anything that's upset anybody? Haven't I? Not for a while. Okay, right. Um, as you know, uh, uh, I am a, a reality television star, um, and uh, I was uh, in the Big Brother house the last time. This time in the Big Brother house is my very good friend James Cosmo, who I have to admit that I talked him into doing it. He didn't want to do it. He's it's oh, not familiar, but I'm an actor. Uh, so I talked him into doing it, and I think it's the best thing he's ever done. It's the best thing he's ever done, because a lot of people had never heard... Of James Cosmo. And uh, you will have seen him in movies. He's been in Braveheart. He was in Troy. He's been, well, he's been, if you Google him, he's been in practically every movie for the last 50 years somewhere Uh, and TV shows. He does lots of voiceovers for cartoons. He does lots of voiceovers for cartoons. And uh, he's in the Big Brother house, and they love him because he's a, a, a thorough gentleman, a true gentleman of the old school. Um, and I think he could win. He's odds on favorite to win. Um, but getting back to having not said anything controversial which might upset people, okay? hmm I find Jedwood the most disgusting and despicable uh a couple of uh of overgrown buffoons it is possible to see. Two 25-year-old twins pretending they are 15-year-olds, behaving like they are 15-year-olds, with obviously the brain power of an ant, need to be kicked out of the uh, uh, Big Brother house. They show no respect for any of the other people in there. They have no... talent whatsoever and quite frankly i would like to see the back of them if i was in there i'd wake up early i'd cut their sodding hair off i'd have it off i'd take the whole lot off they'd be bald in the morning and uh, and they're just useless i'd have them out okay and i'm sorry kim what's her face well known for wearing rubber gloves and sticking her hands down toilets Right. And if that's something you can get well known for, my God, in there, obviously thinking if she behaves like a moron, um, she'll make herself lots of money. I hope she doesn't. I hope that I hope when she comes out, she's ignored. She is a vile, disgusting uh, excuse for a human being. Um, And I would like to see her gone. I mean, obviously, the little Geordie kid who's who has, uh, I imagine she has has know, psychological problems. So she should never have been put in there in the first place. Uh, Cosmo will win. But my golly, uh, people thought that I had problems with bear. When I was in the house, he was a gentleman, uh, an intelligent, interesting person to talk to. let me tell you, uh, compared with the sort of low life scumbags they 've got in there. Jedwood are a, a disgrace. If you are a fan of Jedwood or you have children who are a fan of jedwood I, I i I actually think you need some kind of counseling. I think you need some kind of help. They are appalling they 're disgusting they 're embarrassing to look at so the three of those the geordie girl the the old cleaning woman and uh, before she has a breakdown she's heading for a breakdown get the hell out let's get them out they need to go now is that going to get any sort of uh, response at all i'm going off Jedwood. you told me they were your favorites what do you mean you're going off them well yeah i watched the show the other night and i was a little disappointed to say the least why well, they're, they're idiots. They're mentally challenged. What, what 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 do you expect them to do? I just, I don't know. They're, they're stupid. They're the sort of annoying kids that hang outside your house uh, and make a noise in the street for no reason. You have to go out and say, off. And then they turn around and say, I'll get my dad to come along. I said, get your dad to come along, get your mother to come along, get your brothers to come along, and I'll sort out the whole f-ing family. There's so much editing going to go in this show this week. Why? I've no idea. Oh, sorry, yeah, because I keep saying f***. Well, I, I, I keep watching Big Brother, you see, just to make sure Cosmo's okay. And the problem is that everybody, everybody... Uh, in fact, I never used the f*** word while I was in there, and I told Cosmo not to either, but everybody else makes up for it. I think there's only six bleeps you're going to have to do so far. That's, it's, it's not the bleeping. It's the time it takes to put the bleep in. Oh, dear that's a fucking shame isn't it and remembering where they are because if i don't remember where they are i could <laughs> be in all sorts of trouble <laughs> well anyway listen on a, on a you know let, let's have a let's have a virtual bonfire of the disgusting and despicable shall we are you doing your office work at the same time as doing this show no why Well, you keep beeping again uh, no, well, I've got tweets coming in the whole time. Hang oh. on, let's go, shall I go to Twitter and tell you what's happening? Yeah, you're live to the world. Um, sorry? You're plugged in. Yeah, I'm, uh, I mean, I'm, I've got all my computers and stuff going. Um, ah Dear, dear. Fingers crossed for Mr. James Cosmo to be saved, the only genuine one in there uh, from Emma, Horatio's uh, a fan. There are loads of fans there. All um, the, the Sad state of affairs, cringing... If that Kim woman stays in there, uh, it was all a put on, I'll, if it was all a put on, I'll harpoon myself. So, <laughs> um, Frank, what does he say? James, well, I'm waiting to get sent down myself where, incidentally, I can watch TV for free. I wouldn't even pay for the le- Uh That's uh, relating to my uh, show on talk radio uh, the other night where we were talking about uh, people being in prison for not paying their television license. And we're going to talk about that in a minute anyways. Anyway um what else we got um hang on here's a nice bit here uh yesterday kim was removed from the house after an argument with jamie she slept in a spare room and is probably going back well it's a shame you know kick her out she is she's giving old people a really bad name and uh, i would just have removed her i would have removed her and if it is all put on and if it was organized, which I don't think for one moment, because having been in there myself, I can assure you that uh, nothing is, uh, is arranged. The producers um, have to let it free flow. And I can tell you that they thought uh, Cosmo was going to go out when they when they had that um, when they had that vote to find out who the dullest housemate was. You remember? Yes, I remember. Yes. Uh they were convinced it would be Cosmo who would go out because he hasn't, you know, he's just kept himself to himself a bit like I did. And uh, except I went a bit mad and dressed up in pink and pretended to be a woman called Marjorie. And then I tipped coffee over Bear's head anyway. Um so uh they were amazed when it was Austin who went out, which is why of course they didn't have any of his uh, best bits ready. He hasn't had any best bits though really, has he? Well, I was going to say that. You know, I was going to say that. Although um, I think James Jordan has been a delight, and I'm sad to have seen him go. That was a bit of a weird one, that one. Yeah. Well, who was he against? Cosmo, Jedwood. Um. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. I mean, what what sort of mentality? I suppose you've got the. I suppose you've got the intellect of a gnat or a microbe to be a fan of Jedwood. They are disgusting. Yeah, it's all kids voting. Jedward fans, there's loads of them. They're the ones that have... Well, kids shouldn't be watching that programme. It's on late at night. It's full of the most disgusting language and behaviour, I hope. Nobody... You know, are you telling me that there are people over 18 who would find Jedward mildly entertaining? No, kids watch that show so they can have, like, a window into the world of what the real world's like. Well, somebody better tell your kids and everybody else's that that is not what the real world is like. There's a bit of everyone in that show. (laughs) <laughs> really <laughs> oh dear oh dear oh dear um, anyway so listen if you don't like what I said about Jeb Wood, I'm on uh, Twitter at the James Whale uh, of course the James Whale radio show is on Twitter as well you can get in touch that way you can email me if you've got the intellect to email and you probably haven't because you're an idiot uh, James Whale radio at gmail.com now sod off if you're a Jebwood fan go boil your head that's all our listeners gone what they're Jedwood fans? I'm assuming so. Well, I don't want any. If you are a Jedwood fan, piss off. Okay, you've been warned. Have they gone? <laughs> I'm sure they've switched off, yeah, and they're droves. I think, why don't, why, don't, why don't you put this at the beginning of the show? Yeah. The next hour contains offensive language and scenes of a sexual nature. Be warned. Okay. Then you still have to tweet it all out. Might upset our advertisers. Do we have to have two beginnings now, then? Why? Well, we have that, and then your beginning, and then the intro music, and then the start of the show. That's how you want to do the show this week. Well, you're the producer. Whatever happens, you're responsible. Right. I'll just throw it all in and mix it all together. Be fine. Do what you like. Um, Right, okay. Uh, Let's talk... Actually, I just mentioned it. Let's talk about this for a minute. Um, um, Bearing in mind, of course, I do work occasionally for the BBC Saturday morning show, BBC Radio Kent, but you can get that all over the world. Just uh, look for the BBC Radio Kent uh, website. You can hear me on there Saturday morning from 10, where I do the most un-BBC programme it is likely that you will hear. I'm shocked you're still on it. I am too. (laughs) I... Oh dear, it was going to go, it was going to go networked, um, around the other, other radio stations, and then they all chickened out. I'm not surprised. They chickened out, they said, oh no, we've got to have, have nice music on, and, and we've got to continue to be BBC local. Bit of jazz. Because that's what we want. I beg your pardon? A bit of jazz. Bit, well, bit of shh, bit of, yeah. Um, so anyway, Saturday mornings from 10, uh, maybe not for long, um, So, uh, let's talk about the TV licence. Even people working within the BBC would tell you privately that they're embarrassed about the TV licence and the way it is uh, administered. Um, Now, I I believe wholeheartedly that we have to have a broadcasting organisation that isn't commercial. So we need the BBC. um, And the BBC does some great stuff, some amazing stuff. Uh, but it's basically controlled by a, a, a by, by, oh dear, I can't. I couldn't even describe what some of the people who are in the higher echelons of the BBC are like. I mean, they really are. Uh, they're the sort of people that you just you, you wouldn't want to spend much time with. Anyway, in my view, in my view, um, and, and a load of them are on huge salaries, enormous salaries. Uh, And they say, oh, well, you know, we go to the commercial sector. Well, I can tell you the commercial sector wouldn't employ them at those salaries. Um, Yet they decided one of the ways they could save money is to cut all the live programs on Radio 2 through the night. Well, that will have saved nothing. It will have saved nothing. You know, the head of Radio 2 could have uh, had his salary, I I presume it's his, um, had his salary cut by half... Um, and he still wouldn't be able to earn as much money running any other national radio station. So there you are. Cut that, and you would have probably saved more uh, than the fees for all the broadcasters overnight on Radio 2. So, uh, you know, easily sorted. Uh, BBC Local Radio shouldn't be playing music because, let's face it, nobody likes the music they play. Hardly any listeners, and they're all probably a bit like that. Kim, I bet she's a BBC Local Radio listener. Now listen to my show Saturday morning on the BBC. Uh, from 10 o'clock until 2 in the afternoon, and you will be amazed. Probably be shocked, actually. You have live music on that show. I do have live music on that show. Um, But my main radio show, of course, as you know, is on Talk Radio, where I have some live music on uh, Monday to Thursday, 7 in the evening, because there's nothing much on TV, is there? You kept that quiet. What? That you're on Talk Radio. I'm back on Talk Radio. I know now, thank you. What are you doing while I'm doing the show? You're drinking... I might be, yeah. You've bloody well are. Um, right, okay. So, uh, welcome to the program. Uh, this, of course, goes out on uh, radio stations all over the world. This program—they're—they're they're knocking down the doors to get the James Whale radio show podcast, aren't they? I wouldn't go as far as knocking down the door, but uh, we're, we're not again. here. They're not because, of course, I've got uh, security. You know, and you live, of course, in North Wales, and nobody can get there because there are no roads. So uh, we're covered both ways. That's uh, partially true. Mm. Um, so, as I was talking about uh, the BBC licence fee, um, which, you know, we, we need to have a, a broadcasting organisation. I don't think we need to have one quite as big, and to be honest with you, quite as commercial. I mean, the BBC does uh, does waste an enormous amount of money, and they don't need to have all the, you know, the... the, 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 the Six music could easily be um, a commercial station. Most of those other things, and they've got Four B Radio, Four Extra, which nobody listens to, and loads of stuff you could get rid of. Um, and I tell you, I, you know, uh, they got rid of BBC Three, didn't they? Uh, BBC Four, you could get rid of It'd all be, it all. The BBC could be cut by half, and we'd still have a great BBC. But they don't need to be omnipresent. And they don't need to try to continue to take on uh the commercial sector, which is why I'm still on, on a Saturday morning. I just say, well, you wouldn't you wouldn't get this sort of stuff anywhere else. Nobody'd allow it to go out, would they? It's a unique show, that one. It is really, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Um but anyway, can we get back to the license fee? Well, I'm so, uh the story is recently there are now more women in prison for non payment of their television license fine. Ah, I know the reason for that. Why? It's whoever answers the door is the one that gets prosecuted because they are assumed to be the one that has been watching the TV without a license. Are you sure? Definitely, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, there are two ways of sorting this out. First of all, it's a legal requirement to have a television license and you should have one because the law says you should at the moment. So let's make that clear. I'm not suggesting anybody breaks the law, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. But knock at the door... <clears throat> yes, hello. Uh, you the homeowner? Um, yeah, well, I live here. If that's what you mean, yeah. Um, yes, I'm buying uh, TV licensing. Could I see your license, please? Uh, do you know? I don't know where it is at the moment. I'm sure it's here somewhere, but uh, I'm 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 sorry, I don't know where it is. Oh, right, okay. Um, are you uh, are you watching television without a license? Oh, I, I wouldn't. I couldn't possibly say one way or the other. I would incriminate myself. Um, anyway, thank you very much indeed for calling. No, no, just a minute, sir. Just a minute, sir. I'd like to come in. Well, I'm sorry, you're not coming in. Well, no, I, I have the right to come in. Um, I think you find you only have the right to come in with a warrant. So if you like to go away, get yourself a warrant and come back. Um, then, of course, uh, you can come in. Absolutely delighted for you to come in, but you'll have to come in accompanied by a warrant and a police officer. All right? So off you go. Shut the door. Then what happens? Well, they go away, and they may well come back with a warrant next year or the year after. But the chances are they won't, because I don't think, I don't think they ever get warrants for that. Uh, usually what happens is people get very flustered. Uh, they forget where they put their TV license, or they might not have one, which is very naughty. Um, but either way, I wouldn't let anybody in my house. I don't actually have a physical TV license in my house. Where is yours? Well, it's all virtual now. Oh, is it? Oh, I don't know. But I mean, they come in. They not. It's been a a while since this happened to me. But I mean, it happened a few times. Uh, Particularly when I was living in a flat on my own in London. And obviously, I didn't have a television. I wouldn't break the law. Um, So I didn't have a license. I routinely get threatened every few months by the TV licensing people. Why? Because I have a shop. Yeah. And we sell electronic gear. Right. And we don't dob people in, you know, when they buy stuff. Aren't you supposed to? We don't sell tellies. But they Oh, assume, you don't sell tellies? They, they assume we do, and they send us threatening yeah. letters saying if we don't dob people in, it's a thousand pounds for per person that we don't dob in. Huh. I'm sick and tired. What I'm sick and tired of is the threats that come without any proof from these people. Well, I I you know, I I just get sick of it. And eventually some little tow rag turns up on your doorstep. And people panic and people say, "Oh, I no, I I think my husband bought one or whatever whatever whatever." Um they don't have right of of entry to your home. No. Now, I'm assuming those people who get harassed by these uh, these idiots are um Uh, uh, obviously do have licences. Obviously, I don't believe anybody would dare to break the law, but a few have, and they're in prison. Uh, But my point is, is prison the way to deal with somebody? And obviously, somebody who gets caught doesn't get You get sent to prison because you refuse to pay the fine, I presume. There is an easy solution. Pay the fine or get a TV licence, yes. No, they knock at the door, and they have a warrant, and they remove all TVs and auction them off. Well, as I said on the radio the other day, or smash them up. Or smash them up, yeah, that will be yeah. in, in public, yeah. outside the house. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a much easier way, uh, like in France or other continental countries, you make the TV licence part of the council tax. Yes, that's a brilliant idea. So, you know, you, you, and, and first of all, we've got to cut the size of the BBC... The local radio stations, I think, are very important sort of community assets that they should continue with. And they can do things that commercial radio stations can't. There's no need for the BBC local radio stations to play any sort of music at all, because all music is covered by all sorts of radio stations. Um, and that would save them 10 million in PRS a year. Uh and then I think a lot of the stuff the BBC has could be got rid of because they have got so many people running around and they overstaff everything. You can't get anything done because everybody has to ask everybody else. It's just, it's, it's just ridiculous. It's, it's one of those huge organisations that nobody can actually work out where the money is or whatever's going on. Um, have it all governed by Ofcom, which they're going to do. With this. They're going to have a BBC trust. I don't really understand the, the need for that, but there we are. Why don't they just ask me to run the BBC? But as far as the license fee is concerned, put it as part of your council tax, your 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 local tax, whatever you want to do. But can we get rid of this organ? I mean, the TV Licensing organisation is just it's just a banal organisation that threatens. It's it's been stopped, by the way. It used to have an advertising campaign uh, that was really disgusting. And that's when I really started getting angry about them. You know, when it, when it started saying, are you breaking the law? I think, God, what's going on? Oh, they're watching a TV without a license. Well, it's going to the law and it's very naughty, but it's not the worst criminal offense in the world, is it? It is like piracy though, isn't it? It is like piracy and I do think you should pay a license, absolutely. Mm. But what I don't think is that people should uh, be harassed in the way they are. Just put it in to, you know, the BBC has too much money. The BBC is too big. I think everybody agrees with that. The government, obviously, are thinking along those lines too at the moment and pays too much money. There is absolutely no reason why Chris Evans on, on Radio 2 earns the amount of money that he gets paid because I can assure you he would not get that money from any commercial radio station. I think he's even said he gets paid too much money at one point. Well, has yes, he doesn't need any money at all. And the BBC are just bizarre. And so you have to... to Grimpens, I mean, I'm, I'm embarrassed to tell you how much they paid me for doing my Saturday show, but I quite like doing it, so there we are. Is it more than two packets of jelly tots? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, Actually, I pay them to do it. Um, no, Nobody should be breaking the law. Nobody should be taking things they're not entitled to. People make those programs and need to be paid for it. I, I, I just think it is absolutely banal that we are locking people up in prison, uh for for non-payment now if somebody refuses to pay a fine they have to be dealt with but there must be better ways to deal with them than sending them to prison how much does it cost to put someone in prison for the night quite a lot of money don't ask me i don't know i think it's 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 sort of thousands a year um there's more money goes into keeping a person in prison than looking after an old person in a care home so that's more costly to us Done the TV. Can't we just pay the TV license for them? That'd be cheaper. (laughs) Well, then we'd all stop paying. Um, uh, It's an idea, but I don't think it'll work. I really don't think it'll work. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there has to be a better way of doing it. Um, But If you're sure that it's the person who actually goes to the door that gets prosecuted uh, yeah, it's it's true. It's because women typically are the ones that stay at home to look after the kids, etc., and they're the ones that answer the door. So, unfortunately, they cop the fine. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, it's interesting. I didn't know that. Uh, any thoughts, of course, on that or anything else? Jameswellradio at gmail.com. Shall we have a, a little musical break here? Oh, we're gonna play some music. Uh, we are. This is uh, from a, a Bristol band. Uh, there, or oh, Bristol musician called Els Bailey. A little bit of blues, and I do like the blues. Els Bailey and this track, Wildfire.
1: Heard the people calling, heard them shout your name, saw the fire blazing saw them throw their blame Well I heard the stories I've read them all before Page by page I turned them Watch you shut the door Like Why on fire throws mud on an unstained sheet? Unraveled, calm and done your. free Come back, come back once more I will piece you back together Make you better than before Come back, come back to me Where the lies have no stick And where you're totally free Come back, come back once more I will piece you back together Make you better
0: That's good. Bit of blues music from uh, Els Bailey and uh, Wildfire. If you want to be on the programme, uh, maybe you've got some music, let us have it. Rob will tell you how to get it to the show. Uh, yeah, you can email me, Rob, uh, courtesy of uh, James Whale Radio at gmail.com and include the MP3 permission to play and we'll have a listen. If it's rubbish, we we'll, might still play it. Why? Entertainment. Ah, oh, right. Um, now, listen, I suppose we better talk about Trump. Um, Right, Trump, that's it. Uh, moving on. <laughs> what? Isn't he getting a new football on Friday? A new football on Friday? What? Uh, apparently he's, he's getting a football on Friday. I keep seeing all over the news he's going to be in charge of football on Friday. I haven't seen that. Where's that? He gets given a football or something on in his inaugural, whatever that thing is called. Oh, does he? Yeah. The inauguration, Yeah. yeah. Um... I don't know. Well, when this programme goes out, that will have happened, won't it? Yeah, he'll have a football. Right, well, surely good luck to him. I'm hoping to have the first ever uh, interview on radio with Donald. Is that before or after Putin? Ah, Putin's still in the mix. If I could get them both together, that would be a great programme, wouldn't it? It would be a great programme, yeah. Yeah. Would we survive the outcome, though? Well, I was I was talking, again, on my talk radio show the other day to uh, Pastor Mark Burns, uh, who is one of Donald Trump's closest advisers, and he said to me that he will try everything he can to get me an audience with the Donald. So, the Donald, is he a, a God-fearing man, then, is he? Apparently. Hmm. Hmm. I, I, I think when I see these uh, signs around saying Trump-Pence... I thought it was a new kind of currency, a Trumpence. Now, now you've said that. Can I admit that I also thought the same? Thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Donald Trump, president of the United States of America, brings you a new currency. It'll be called the Trumpence. I just didn't ever understand what the Pence bit underneath every slogan was. You know, he's he's the running mate. He's the vice president. Ah, the, the, so that's why like <laughs> let- ha <laughs> oh dear you are stupid anyway listen um until until something happens uh, not much to say trumpants uh, are the uh, new heads of the united states of america uh, um, uh, nigel farage of course is uh, is um uh, trying to become a radio talk show host uh, with with my help of course i've been uh, coaching him uh, he might do quite well might do quite well uh, cuz now he's got nothing else to do He's got his train set in his shed, hasn't he? Yeah, well, he's got that as well. But you know, now we're uh, pulling out of Europe. Well, or are we? That's the point. Theresa May made that interesting speech, of course, the other day. Uh, we shouldn't say an awful lot, did it really? Um, it said we want to, we want Europe to survive. We want Europe to be strong because that's good for us, and of course, it is. Uh, but we will be free. We will be pulling out of the single market. Uh, and then lots of business people went, what, uh, we'll be pulling out of the single market so that we can are free, uh, to do trade deals with all the countries we want uh, with those countries near to us and those countries further away. This is, um, uh, just a, a pre of what she said, not word for word. You understand? Um, but here's the thing. If you want to do a trade deal with France or Germany or Spain or Italy, or any other european member don't you have to do the deal with the european union uh i think so yeah yes i think that's exactly the point so the european union actually will have control over the trade deals that we would like to do with any of our european neighbors can we just smuggle the stuff in Oh, it's getting, you know, it's getting, it's getting such a joke, this leaving Europe and nobody planned it. Nobody. I mean, even, even Nigel will tell you, he didn't think they'd have a referendum straight in and out straight away. He was taken by surprise. But there we are. David Cameron, an idiot of the first order, um, has uh, has uh, cocked up the whole thing. Um, and then we got bloody Boris Johnson. Oh, God, what on earth is in? Then he accuses Francois Hollande of behaving like a concentration camp guard from the Second World War. I mean, I know Boris is supposed to be super intelligent and very clever, and I've met him, and he is, and he's a very funny and amiable bloke. But he doesn't seem to understand that there are certain ways that you have to behave. And and behaving like a clown when you're talking about foreign leaders is going to end up getting us as a country into some of the most appalling scrapes. You know, it's bad enough (laughs) having Jeremy Corbyn um, talking rubbish as far as being the leader of the Labour Party is concerned. Then we've got the Foreign Secretary going out and accusing the French president of uh, uh, behaving like a... uh, he didn't use the word Nazi, but the inference was there... I mean, honestly, what is going on? I think uh, we should send Jedward over. No, oh, don't start. Look, I thought you don't, don't, don't start that. Jedward are disgusting. By the way, if you just join me, um, well, no, you. That thing about a program like this—you wouldn't join me halfway through, would you? Well, you can do. Yeah, but you wouldn't, would you? Well, if it was on the radio, you could. Yeah, I suppose you could. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I did tell you what I thought of Jedward at the beginning of the program. You can go back and have a listen. I'm starting to compare Boris and Jedwood in my mind now. Um, well, they look similar. And to be honest, uh, I, I, I don't, I, you know, much as I think Boris is a bit of a fool, I mean, Jedwood are just, they're challenged. They are, they are mentally challenged, mate. They are 25-year-old men pissing around. Oh, you're going to have to do another. Uh, uh, like demented children. Because if, if I had a child who behaved the way they did, there would be trouble. They'd be in their room for quite some considerable time. Mm, no tea. No tea, no dinner, no nothing. Mm. You know, they are, they are disgusting. And I, I don't know who their parents are, but uh, listen, their parents should be ashamed of themselves because if that's the way you brought them up, you, you, have, you should hang your heads in shame. I've never liked them. You're a lying little toe-rag. You were telling me you were a big fan of them the other day. No, you're confusing me with somebody else. No, I'm not. Anyway, back to important issues. Theresa May and her speech on Brexit. Um, uh, I asked on um, on Facebook what people thought about this, and we got loads of response, didn't we? Quite a bit of response, yes. All right, quite a bit of response. I thought it was quite a lot. Uh, Loretta said, don't do it. The economy will be ruined, as will university funding, and prices will escalate in the shops if she removes us from the single market. She hasn't got a choice, Loretta. You know, she has got to make the most of a a bad job. People voted to leave Europe because they're, well, I think people who voted to leave Europe, a lot of them just thought, oh, want our country back. What, what, what do you, oh, dear, dear, you know, Wendy Wright, wonderful, let's get on with it. You see, Wendy's probably got no idea about anything, have you, Wendy, dear? You know, you probably sit at home, look out the window, and that's it. That's your life. You have no idea about the wider, you know, this is going to cause huge problems, I think. I could be wrong, but I doubt it. You know, if I hear somebody else go on about how another tweet coming in, Sue Hines, I liked, um, oh yeah, don't talk about dogs. I've been tweeting about dogs, of course, as usual. Um, you know, there, if I had another person got about Mercedes, well they want to sell their Mercedes to us. Yeah, but it won't be up to the Germans. It'll be up to the European union. And if we leave and we have got just as good deals as far as trade is concerned, uh, as we had when we were in the single market, then other European countries are going to want to leave, aren't they? I'm not saying, by the way, for a moment, that I wouldn't like uh, Europe to be totally overhauled, the European Union, not Europe, uh, because I think it doesn't do any favours to anyone. And it again, we're talking about organisations that get too big, the NHS, the BBC, Europe, uh, they become uncontrollable. The bigger the organisation, the more difficult it is to control it, and then they get themselves into all sorts of panics, don't they? Uh, Eric Wilson, uh, Wiltshire says, uh, I, I thought the speech was good, well delivered, confident, factual, and a shot across the bows of all saying she won't dare to do that. The UK economy was supposed to die after the Brexit vote. No, it wasn't. Uh, what I can see being hammered is the Pure research projects funded by the EU to find out if a dropped match head will influence fuel prices. Other than that, no probs. We'll see, Eric. Mind you, I was hoping to do one of those um, research projects. I thought that was a good way of making some money, to be honest with you. But uh, but there we are. Uh, I thought it was a good speech. I thought she delivered it well. And I thought if uh, if, if she's right, uh, then that's fine. But if you think about it, we're not going to be able to do those deals. Um, and it was, oh, we'll, we'll have more deals. Do, do we really want to be closer aligned with America or Australia or any of those far-flung countries? I don't want to be buying meat from Australia. I don't want to be getting my vegetables from, uh, from from countries hundreds of miles away. That's no good for anyone, is it? Uh, Simon Serkin says uh, Brexit, Trump, inflation, terrorism. I'm finding it tough to be optimistic. Perhaps an asteroid will destroy us all. Sweet mercy. Well, my regular caller on Talk Radio. Did I tell you about my Talk Radio show? Um, Ken, uh, who is of course an evangelical Christian, said all oh, this is written in the Bible. It's all in the Bible. Everything's in the Bible. Christ will return. And we're we're heading there now. Uh, Jill Munn says, no matter what happens, while a greedy bunch of morons run the country who don't live in the real world, the country is doomed. That's pretty stupid, Jill, isn't it, really? You know, a greedy bunch of morons run the country. It's dead easy to sort of dismiss politicians and governments in that way, Jill, but it ain't the truth. It's just a way of you uh, feeling better about yourself. Uh, Ian Sharp said, where we are doomed by any stretch, uh, all we have ever known is the toxic waste dump of Europe. Ian, I don't know how old you are, but obviously not that old. Uh, Embrace change, as it will be better, a better future for all in the UK. Change is hard to adjust to, but once there, all the doubters will change their tune, I see. okay. Um, well, listen, I hope you're right. But uh, economically, I can't see how cutting us off from another part of well, we are Europe, we're part of Europe we're not part of America, we're not part of Australia those are all areas that we colonised um, we're part of Europe and we need to be on good terms with Europe and, and quite frankly Boris Johnson needs a good slap uh, for saying what he said uh, we, we are uh, going to have to sort these problems out because the world is becoming slightly fractious at the moment All right, slightly fractious going back to Simon's point Um, And unless we want it all to end in absolute chaos, we need to sort this out. Europe, as an entity, has got too big, again, like uh, I said. And it needs to be reorganised. But if we pull ourselves away from it and out of it, we won't have any say or any control. And I think that's a problem. I really do. Philip Rowland says, sounds like true Brexit. Uh, What the winners wanted. We'll have to wait and see if she delivers, though. I don't think, Philip Rollins, you know what the hell you do want. Um, Dave Hill's pretty good, ambitious, but achievable. Uh, Good that she's looking to build a working relationship with the EU. Absolutely true, Dave. That is good. And I thought the speech was good. And maintain a strong relationship with Ireland as well. I say eight out of ten for the speech. I agree. But, you know, this whole thing with Ireland is a huge problem as well because we are going to... I hope it isn't going to happen, um, but I foresee some of the old troubles coming back and rearing their head because there will have to be a hard, unless they can find a way around it, a hard border between uh, Northern Ireland and the South, and that in itself is going to be difficult. So uh, let's keep our fingers crossed. Roy Stevens, for me, she's just a vile, arrogant old bag who knows nothing. Um, you, You should be ashamed of yourself, Roy. She is the Prime Minister of the country, and you should show respect. You know even if Jeremy Corbyn ever became prime minister, uh, not that he ever will, I would not refer to him in that way and I think you should go to your room uh, and stay there for a while with Jeb Wood and tell you when he can come out. Pamela Stoner says uh, gave me hope i uh it will happen uh Dan, i love I love people who want this you know is it, I, I don't know are you, are you all hope what are you hoping for? you want this break with you what do you think what difference do you think it's going to make How do you think it's going to improve things um Daniel Houston, great words. Now let's make her deliver it. Uh, Dave Ward said, just hope she comes back with something better than a second-hand water cannon. And uh, Louisa Dixon says, as a novice to politics, I thought she did well. She set out clearly what she wanted. Whether we get it remains to be seen. I was impressed with the clarity of the speech. And I would agree with that as well, Louisa. Thank you very much indeed. I still think a lot of people who voted to leave the European Union did so because they got this bee in their bonnet about foreigners coming to the country. And you look at some of those uh, counties particularly in the north where there aren't that many immigrants they voted to, to leave the European Union I'm not sure why farmers as I said before farmers a lot of farmers voted to leave uh, and all the fishermen voted to leave but I'm not really sure how they're going to um, how they're going to improve farmers have relied for years on these huge subsidies and I can't see them coming back so uh, there we are put that in your uh, Brexit pipe and give it a good puff Right. Shall we um, Shall we do tech talk? Yeah, we can do tech talk. Go on Em. Have we got a jingle? Um, no. no. You haven't done one, have you? Well, okay. I, I, I didn't think my feature on the show was that important enough to have a jingle. Well, you see, if you'd taken a little more care over this feature, and if you'd sorted it out years ago, we'd have had sponsorship for it by now, wouldn't we? Yeah, but it helps when you know what you're talking about. Well, that's very true. And you don't. Uh, go one then. What are you going to do? Uh, Japanese toilets. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you sell those in the shop? No, I don't sell Japanese toilets in the shop, no. You know, when uh, uh. you see on TV movies, you see those, uh, or uh, on documentaries, you see those Japanese toilets with thousands of buttons on. Yeah. Apparently, the tourists get very confused, and they press the wrong button, and different <laughs> things happen. So they've, uh, they've come up with a, a universal standard now that's going to appeal to the tourists. Oh, yeah, what's that going to be? Well, it's just going to be uh, sort of like emojis. They're going to stand. Oh, yes. yeah. standardise yeah. on those. So you're going to see like a squirt of water means a wash. Um, a spinning cycle means it's a flush. A smaller spinning circle means it's a little flush. Um, sort of heat waves are going to be sort of uh, warm your bum, you know, that kind of thing. All right, well, that's very good, isn't it? I mean, I've never been to Japan. I don't have really any wish to go, nothing against the Japanese. I just don't like raw food. So I I think we're going to see a wave of Japanese toilets arriving in the UK. I think every bathroom in the UK is going to have a Japanese toilet eventually. Now they're standardising. Well, I just hope that we get a good trade deal. And uh, China can now make ballpoint pens properly. Really? Yeah, they couldn't make ballpoint pens before. Why not? Uh, Even though they are the largest maker of ballpoint pens... They, yeah. they still had to buy their ball bearings, I think, from Switzerland because they couldn't master making a round ball bearing. Right, okay. That's, that's sad for the Swiss, isn't it? So now China are making their own super small yeah. ball bearings to go in the bottom of ballpoint pens. Well, that's rather depressing, isn't it? Is there nothing that they can't sort of lay their hands on and, and copy? Uh, it's taken them a while to copy the ball bearing. Yeah. I'd still rather know my pen had a Swiss ball bearing in it, I think. App of the week Yep I uh, downloaded an app called Spectrum Right And it converts black and white photos into colour Yes, okay It's very clever Yeah, but how does it know what the original colours were? Well, this is the clever bit It goes online And it compares your photo with similar photos And guesses <laughs> What a waste of flipping time. And it's about 80 to 90% accurate. still a waste of time. Think of all those black and white photos you've got in your old photo albums. You can photograph them on your phone and it instantly turns them into colour. Yeah, but I don't really want to. Do you know what I've been doing all week? Yeah, what? Taking pictures in colour, converting them to black and white, and then converting them back to colour again. You know, you just don't have enough to do in your life, do you? What's this um, films now? What films have you seen this week? People love to know what films Robbo's seen because he spends his entire flipping life in the movie theatre. I went to see Rogue One again. Why? I well, think you can never have enough, can you? Really. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Go uh, on. And? Uh, it, was, it, was, it was as good as it was last time I went to go and see it. Oh, well, was it? Nothing changed. Will, will you be seeing it again? I'm sure I will, yeah. I've, I think I've got another couple of people to take. Gosh. All right, okay. So uh, any other movie? Uh, I finally caught up with the David Brent Life on the Road movie. That's the Ricky Gervais movie that you did, mm-hmm. where yeah. he's like a yeah. up-and-coming singer. He works in a call centre, as you know, and then he uh, wants to become a, mm. a singer, and he goes on tour. wasn't my cup of tea, really. I think you have to be in to the David Brent joke, don't you? And if you find that funny, then I'm sure it will be a great movie. Um, actually, I find Ricky Gervais funnier than David Brent. Yes, I agree. Hmm. Okay, um, running out of time, let's go to the questions, oh, questions for The okay. Whale, because I seem to have been uh, spending a lot of time uh, talking about how wonderful Jeb Wood are, and what a, a great... Um, What a a great advantage it is to have a country that um, nurtures talent like that and that appalling Kim. Uh, Sorry, that great Kim. At least you know they're they're there, that they're in the Big Brother house. They're not in the real world anymore. Keep them in there. Uh, But, of course, James Cosmo to win. And if you're listening to this before the end of Big Brother and he's still in the house, don't forget, keep him in there. Keep voting. Uh, right, let's finish with the questions. What's going on today? Uh, Julie Tompkins. Yeah. This is a very, very big paragraph. It's not a sentence, this one, so I'll have to take my oh, time. Do you want me to read it for you? OK, Julie, here we go. Why do some people let their car engines run for 10, 15 minutes outside schools, letting fumes of exhaust, uh, plumes of exhaust fumes uh, fill the air while kids walk past? Are they so ignorant to the detrimental effects of breathing these fumes, or do they just not care? Well, Julie, the answer to this question is simple. It's uh, parents who take their kids to school in cars are idiots. You know, loads of them make your kids walk. Make your kids walk. They rush around. They're the worst drivers. The, The parents who've got kids being dropped off at school are some of the worst drivers. I avoid school areas uh, at all costs, all the time. Okay. So I've done the both there. You see? Yeah, you've, you've done the both. there. Yeah. I've, I've... Actually, I wanted. Do you know? I wanted to talk about something else, but I'll do that on the next week's show. Um, and that uh, monkeys and primates are dying out at an alarming rate. I will look that up. So I'll be a bit more clued up yeah. for next week. Yeah, monkeys are dying out. Um, okay, go on. All right, Mark Giles, who is the American girl at the end of every podcast? Do you know, I didn't know there was an American girl at the end of every podcast, is there? Strange, but I thought you were actually going to say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and? If there is a girl at the end of every podcast. Well, you don't think I listen to the end. I do the show. I get out before the end. Uh, it, it's basically she uh, rants on about all your social media. Really? Yeah. Well, could you play it to me now? Um, yeah. Hang on a sec. Um do 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 uh, Thank you for that, Mark. I had no idea, because as soon as I say goodbye, I'm out the door. And I have no idea what he does at the end of the show. Um, so I'll find out now. Hang on a second. And has this been going on for a long time, Mark? Because yeah. if I don't like it, he's, he's screwed. Uh, here we go. Go on, let me listen.
1: You're listening to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www. .jameswhaleradio.co.uk dot dot Why not check us out on facebook.com slash James Whale Radio show or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.
0: That's the Who Amer- is she? I don't know, I paid her a fiver. And she just came <laughs> <in the> shop, <laughs> recorded it. Much as I despise the American accent, you put that on the end of my show. Yeah, I thought it was quite funny. Thanks, Mark. I'll uh, have words with him later. Uh, next one. Uh, Anthony Space. Spence. Spence. Nobody's called Space. I bet it's Spence. Have a look. Tell me how it's spelled. Uh, S-P-A-C-E. You are a twat. <laughs> S-P-E-N-C-E. I've got it on the computer here. Go on. Uh, <clears throat> Anthony uh, Spence, I'll edit the bit out before, so they won't know that mm. I'm stupid. Uh, what do you think about Greg's to open 24 hours a day? Fabulous, fabulous! I can go and get uh, uh, um, uh, I can go and get, I can go and get um, a cheese or a steak slice anytime I want. I love a steak slice. Do you? I will only be happy when Greg's have a drive-through. Oh, that'd be awesome. Matthew yeah, Gregg's. yeah, excellent. Um, come on, we're uh, running out of time rapidly. Gary Reed, do Bigfoots exist? They do. Uh, yes, I'm absolutely convinced they do. Uh, Howard A. Latham, if walking on one of the world's pollutants. Hang on, just a minute. That I'm looking at. That's Howard A. Latham. <laughs> well, that's Latham then. You can't bloody speak, can you? you <laughs> you're, it's just embarrassing. Go on, Howard Latham. Is that better? Well, that's his name, so presumably it is. <laughs> OK. If walking on one of the worst polluted streets, where's the best place to walk? If walking on one of the worst polluted streets, where is the best place to walk? I ne- I, I think you need to talk to somebody, hard. Make an appointment. Go and talk to somebody, mate, all right? Uh, Michael Bassett. Is there nothing that could be done about the alopecia patches in your beard? Well, I don't have any that doesn't grow. I shave it in that style. He can sod off. Here's one close to my ha- own heart. Go on. Che Jackson. Mm-hmm. Coleslaw. What the heck is that all about? Delicious. Oh, Absolutely delicious. Cabbage, onion, carrot, mayonnaise. Maybe a few currants thrown in as well. Fabulous if it's made fresh. Delicious. Oh, it stinks. You can talk about stinking, um, right? I think there we are. That's it for uh, another week. The James Whale Radio Podcast coming your way. Uh, tell your friends. Join us here wherever you are listening to it. You can listen to it, of course, by downloading the TuneIn app. I think you can get it on there as well, can't you? You can indeed. Yes. Go to Audio Boom. Uh, you can go to the James Whale. A website, jameswell.co.uk. You can get it there. Look on my Twitter page, Jameswell, or The Jameswell. You can get it there. Uh, the Jameswell show is available everywhere. And could I say that our baseball caps and our t shirts are far more reasonably priced than those of Honey G? So why don't you go and visit the shop? Have a lovely week. Talk soon. Bye bye. I can play that American Woman now. Oh, God. Listening to the James Whale Radio Show. Why not follow James on Twitter at The James Whale? You can follow James on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash James Whale Radio. James Whale, apparently the voice of reason.